Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. Do you need to use a filter in your aquariums? Seriously, I mean, do you need to filter the water crystal clarity each and every time you set up a tank? Or do you trust your skills as a hobbyist? Can you trust that nature will seek a balance of nutrient import and export if you stock and feed your tank correctly? The answers always lie in the details, huh? Now, I was chatting with a good fishy friend uh, last weekend, and we were talking about our current tanks, our ideas, and our aspirations for some new projects. The usual stuff you expect when fish geeks share a meeting of the minds. And my friend brought up a subject of how we simply obsess over our aquariums. Well, deeper than that, really, he pondered about how, as serious aquarists, we approach our aquariums by considering every little detail, not necessarily obsessing to the point of self-limiting, mind you, rather just thinking through how everything that we do has lots of potential benefits. For example, when the subject of lighting came up, my friend, one of my one of the best like reef hobbyists I know, by the way, in addition to being an all-around kind of water man, good with fresh water, salt water, brackish, all that stuff, he pointed out that the LED lighting in my particular tank was set for a far greater blue-white spectrum than made sense for a system intended to resemble a South American stream and that the predominant colors of my fishes were reds and browns, which are accented far more by reds and greens in the lighting program. Boom. (laughs) I was right. Plus, he correctly pointed out that the blue tended to cancel out some of the vibrancy of the tint in the water, much to my chagrin. So with a few simple tweaks to the lighting program, we have a far more superb rendition of color than ever before. Details. When you feed your fishes, you might have, you know, loved or still love the convenience of, you know, frozen brine shrimp, blood worms, pellets, whatever. And you tend to use that as your exclusive or primary food by a significant margin over other foods. I get that. Yet it's not always the best idea if you're feeding foods that are richer, fattier, and more difficult for fishes to digest, right? The idea of a well-rounded diet is really important as fishes need a higher nutritional profile than we give them credit for to stay in top shape. And of course... Different foods are better suited for different situations, such as when you're conditioning fishes for breeding, forcing growth, or helping your females recover after spawning. Each situation requires a different approach to feeding. And more important in our context, we as botanical style aquarium lovers need to get our heads around the fact that our systems can generate significant amounts of supplemental food on their own. Details. Thinking about stocking your aquarium has never been one of those, oh, I'll get to it later sort of things for most serious hobbyists. Stocking is viewed as a make-or-break point of aquarium design and is rarely approached in a nonchalant manner, nor should it be. Now, when you take into account the type of system you're trying to create and the various strata and microhabitats that you target fishes, you know, within, you know, your target fishes inhabit within the system, is really vital to creating a healthy, successful, interesting aquarium in the long run, isn't it? A lot of old-timers in the hobby will tell you that many great aquariums are indeed great because they take into account the environment within the aquarium for stocking, optimizing, if you will, the available niches which in the system by selecting appropriate animals. <clears throat> Once again, excuse me, details. 
<clears throat> details such as being able to clear your throat while you're talking. <laughs> I mean, there's so many damn things in the hobby that you can approach in this manner. And really, this level of attention is not tedious, obligatory, or even remotely stressful. It's simply the way to create maximum enjoyment from your hobby. I can't tell you how much I've learned about seemingly obscure and unimportant aspects of the hobby by just delving into greater detail when setting up my systems or looking at things from a different perspective, only to realize that the benefits that I've reaped from this process are far, far greater than I could have imagined. This kind of thoughtfulness can pervade every aspect of our hobby. So the next time you're looking at something simply as pedestrian or as two or three different filter media, for example, take a moment to consider and reflect upon what each can bring to the table for your specific needs. Think beyond the marketing hyperbole, the hobby hype, and all that stuff, and consider how it'll work within your system. You might just find yourself making some seemingly surprising decisions when you approach these types of things from the standpoint of, why should I go with this particular one as opposed to just, I need some carbon or whatever. Details, again. They're not just mundane, they're not for getting lost in. Rather, details can help you create some truly special things and can make the difference between a good aquarium and a really phenomenal one. There's beauty in the details for sure. So roll up those sleeves, pull up a chair and ponder a bit. You might just stumble on something that changes your perspective. Stay engaged in the process, engrossed in the fun and attentive to the details. Stay curious, stay excited, stay observant, stay creative, stay diligent, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Bellman from Tenant Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.